You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome to AfterBuzz TV tonight. What a season shocker on the sixth show of this season for Dig on the USA Network. I'm Mindy Thomas, and you can totally tweet me at Mindy Charlotte. Uh, We're enjoying the tweets. Keep them coming. Yeah, guys. Hey, everyone. I'm Andrea Fasano, and you can tweet me at Andy Fasano. Um, Killer sixth episode. And, I mean, we have to start with the shocker. I mean, right? You can't. uh, We thought we had the show all planned out, and then... uh, Last two minutes. Let me just say, Boom. Andrea, please, I yeah. need your help. <laughs> please, please help me. I mean, Red that, Girl, she's yeah. back. She is coming out girl of the closet, with the red hair. and I'm not playing. No, <laughs> I just don't understand how it's even possible, but people were talking about the fact that the main thing that we keep talking about on the billboards with the symbol on her neck, the main girl, Emma Wilson, is back from the dead, literally, she shows up in Peter Connolly's hotel room. And she's looking kind of beat up, like she Very did in the picture, up. except yes. alive and well. Mm-hmm. Very alive and well. Yeah. That was not a ghost, right? No, that's okay. it. I know you were saying that. I was like, <laughs> I, I know. I don't know what to say right now. Just, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> I, I can't believe they went there. And I just... The ghost comment's really funny because I don't know how they went there. They've showed us pictures, even in this episode of her, which I'm sure was purposeful, um, of her dead. Her lying there, you know, dead, cuts on her neck. How does that happen? Yes. And you think Peter's jacked up now? Because of thinking that his daughter's not around. Right. So let's go back to the show open. Okay. And then we're going to come back to this. So it's going to be packed like a big sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) It's just crazy. Just tell me if you're hungry out there. That's all I want to know. Okay. What's it going to be? I I just, I can't believe I thought this show was going very smoothly. You know, I thought it was going kind of like last show where it was information, but not too much thrown at us. And um, just a little bit here and there, the three scenes, we go back and forth throughout the whole hour. But um, wow. Yeah. I'm still in shock a little bit. Well, Yusef Khalid is found in the woods. Mm-hmm. And the the key, we didn't know what that was yep, I last was like, week. Can't wait to find out. And we What's found he burying? out. Right. That was planted totally to take the detectives, mm-hmm. which Detective Cohen, you know, fell for it because he's wanting to find out a clue. He's feeling a little left out with all this yeah. brilliance coming from <laughs> Peter Connolly. Yep, always <laughs> one step behind. Yeah, well, he he follows the rabbit trail into the closet, and then there's the unique images with the sort of eccentric art and Emma Wilson all over. So then the bartender gets essentially framed, and I'm not having it. But Cohen falls for it. He's he's locking him in in the interrogation room, and then Peter Connolly's like knocking. No, this is he's not. He didn't do it. No, (laughs) Peter Connolly knows. I mean, he knew the whole time. He's not going to fall for something that, and and that's not even like. I mean, it's incredible detective work, sure, but, you know, not really because that's the whole point of the show, that it's not obvious, you know, and he knows that this is, they're going to lead us to a trap because they want to, they want us to know that 
it's over, put a little bow on it, and move on to the next thing. And Peter's not going to have it. He's found out too many clues to let this go. And you can't really blame Detective Cohen for right. wanting it to kind of have the nice little bow on yes. it. Let's wrap this up. Let's get on with it. But I am surprised that he fought <laughs> he fought Connolly so much, and yet when Connolly then was told, hey, you're done, your outbursts, you're crazy, is too much, I can't handle this anymore by Lynn, he was like, I'm sad you're, I'm le- you're leaving. Doc- yeah, doctor. Detective Cohen was telling Connolly that I'm sad you're leaving. So, I don't know. Yeah, so they do kind of a friendship forming of yeah. some kind, sort of a bonding. But why'd he combat him so much then, you know? It's... It- I mean, he had to. Like you said, yeah. it was his case, essentially, and he just wants it to it's be over. like the colliding and then finally the sandpaper kind of yeah. knocks off some of the rough edges or something. Right. <laughs> so the symbol, uh, you know, found in Emma Wilson's journal by Peter, and then he's investigating uh, just more. We found out last week from the symbol, and he's continuing to pursue that tonight, which the FBI leads him to a clue about a missing uh, person's report. Yep. Um that Gregory Donald is who Donaldson Gregory Donaldson is who we're led to in the psychiatric ward and then lo and behold he opens his shirt he's got he the symbol is tattooed uh, by himself it was like we carved found, or burned carved. Into, it, yeah carved carved yeah, I'm <laughs> like what that was a, card is carved. a mix between tattooed and carved oh, yeah okay. car, card <laughs> it was carved or burned it looked like it was actually yeah. burned into his body right which is crazy because we still don't know who this guy is but he kept writing Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat. Okay, well, they, okay, now they did say, you know, Gregory Donaldson, even in terms of knowing more about him. Yeah, I mean. Where he came from, what it's all about. Total left field. The only thing we know is that he, six months ago, right, that they, uh, that's when he went missing and they were blaming it on the Jerusalem syndrome that people get when they have this religious fervor from traveling Mm -hmm. overseas into the the Holy Land area, if you will. Which I could get that. I don't know if that's really a real thing, but it I'm is. sure. Uh, is it? I totally. I mean, I kind of yeah. thought that was pretty cool. I'm like, oh wow, you never think of something like that, but I could see that happening. Someone getting so emotionally involved and just like overwhelmed by the history and the whole aura of it all, you know. And you know how I found out it is real because last season when I was working on ABC's Black Box, mm-hmm. there was a mental health case, and we researched it, and we found out, really? lo and behold, yes. Oh, wow. So they Pretty had a, cool. Yeah, that's my tie-in Tying tonight. over. Exactly. <laughs> that's great. And I also found out, just to side note real quick, I do have a tie-in also with Jason Isaacs. Oh, okay. He, he was on the West Wing, and so was I. See? What? It was meant to be that, that's that we're amazing. kind of meeting each other here in this <laughs> faraway land. In this afterworld but, show. Yeah, but connected <laughs> Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> I don't know. So, Jason, if you're out there, just a shout out to you. And I know you are. <laughs> he warned us, if you guys are following his Twitter, he warned us on his Twitter that this show was going to be, and he used choice words, but a mind-blown situation. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He, he said it would be, so. Yes, that's I, right. We got it. We got it. Thank you for the warning. Because I didn't believe it. The whole episode was kind of so... You know, even killed for the most part. I mean, not with Avram and almost getting killed and that kind of thing. But then at the end, that twist took it. Yes, yes. Well, he is uh, trying to talk some sense into the guy at the psychiatric ward. Of course, he gets a violent outburst back in his face in there. And so, of course, we knew that was happening. Like you said, Jehoshaphat. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. Another word from the Bible. So Tons of them in this this episode. And then the order... Of Mariah. Mariah, 
Right. And we're not talking Mariah Carey, but nope. okay. <laughs> and I actually looked that up. It's it's also known as the Secret Order of the Illuminati, which uh. is what um, the movie that we kept, uh, Da Vinci Code was greatly based off of, you mm. know, the Illuminati. And it's just people claiming to be um, unusually enlightened or various groups claiming special religious enlightenment all like this, which we have the three groups here that are all wor- working together to try and fulfill this po- prophecy but each has their own agenda. So that we're still is trying to figure that out. Great research, Andrea. Thank, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> but, you know, that's why this guy was part... What was he, part of the order? Or was he just... Well, we found out they more... They kept throwing those words out. But. When Peter investigated his wife at mm-hmm. the house, and she's saying, you know, he went into a trip, basically, from a letter he received from his father, and apparently he was adopted. There was um, a t- an entanglement there that right. sent him sent him off to be depressed. But there's a lot more to that as Wait. well. And that's what Peter keeps saying. There's a lot more to this. And nobody's believing him. No. And that's a very, that's a lonely place to be. Yeah. When you're seeing something and you, you're like, don't you see this? Yeah. <laughs> and nobody's there to help. Right. So uh, that's, that's very unique. So be around people that validate your perception. <laughs> totally. Moral of that story. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So she gave him this key at the end of their conversation because yes. she, I think she felt his genuine caring. Mm-hmm. So she says, no, wait a second. I've got a key here on the back of this picture, and i got to give it to you. There's something. Yeah, that, she hid that from everybody else who investigated that house. Right. That un- It unlocks something, another key, literally, and then he passed it on to Cohen later. Mm-hmm. Well, because he's getting shipped off. They said, you're being escorted. Another huge was, twist to it, yeah. which, I mean, we knew eventually had to come because... He wasn't going to be keep acting crazy and, and, you know, go after all these stories that had nothing to do with what he was originally investigating without getting in someone's way. So not just a cheap threat. Actually, yeah. Lynn Monahan yeah, uh, executed exactly. this and he has um, sort of an entourage around him, making sure he gets it back to the states because their dynamic has sort of been one dimensional in terms of that professional. Hey, I told you to stop investigating. And he's like, no, mama. Okay, I'm sorry. He's like, no, mama, slap and <laughs> runs away. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, yeah, he's rebutted everything she said. And, right. But, you know, it's a little weird, too, because if they were intimately involved, you would think she would, that's hard because she's kind of trying to take her role as, you know, his superior. But also, you would think that she would believe him a little more instead of just thinking he's acting crazy because of his past and his daughter and because of his, I don't know, right excitement in learning this new case and just being ex- all into it, but and, yeah. And let me clarify: in no way do they have a mother-son relationship. I was strictly saying in terms of the authoritative right. position, right. and that he's not respecting that. But he's also rebelling. You could say a rebel with a cause, a good mm-hmm. cause, uh, to try and find out and trust his instincts. And if that's one thing you learn, I would imagine, um, as I've reported for many years and worked with the FBI, you know, certainly you've got to trust your instincts over. Yep. And people would call me before they call the FBI. On oh, got funny. a case, you know, and it's wow. like so. You definitely, um, and he's 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 got those. He, he's portraying that so real. Yeah, absolutely. I I just we also knew that he was never going to get on that plane i knew he's not going to get on that plane i mean we don't see that in this episode but you know they foreshadowed it and 
there's just no way he's going anywhere. That was bizarre because, you know, he, he, I guess he saw the footprints. He saw the shadow. In no way did I think that's it was Emma her. Wilson <laughs> behind those doors. <laughs> I thought, if anything, it was the detective just being, I don't, I don't know yeah. why he would have been there, but I just, anyone but Emma Wilson. Right. <laughs> Any, but, anyone but a dead girl. <laughs> I mean, she has, she, this is, this is heating up. I mean, now Absolutely. I'm really excited about, about this next week, mm-hmm. but let's go on to the next storyline tonight okay. because Debbie is still free from the blue man, man group. group. <laughs> <laughs> As we like to call yes. it. <laughs> and, uh, her boyfriend, Charlie, is trying to be the stud muffin he is with his pistol. He knows he's going to take on the whole compound if they kind of <laughs> try to come back after him. But lo and behold, um, you know, Josh, she had the weak moment. She unhooked him from the bed from being... Wrong. Yeah. And Wrong, like, Debbie. What are you doing? And I'm thinking she's going to get an envelope thing into, into her back, so to speak. But uh, she finds him out by the, the machine where you can put quarters in. And he's, he's just uh, looking around. Well... Then she tries to talk a, some common sense into him and says, okay, look up at the stars. Some motherly sense, I would yeah, say. Cause you know? she, yeah, because she did have that mother bond with mm-hmm. the first Josh. Yes. So it's not like it's going to go away. Mm-mm. And she, maybe that's part of her rescuing him, too, to try and uh, you know work things out in her own mind that she's not just leaving the boy, but this time she's taking him with right, her. Right, right. So she feels that obligation. Uh, well, it was, I mean, it was just hysterical when... Uh, she jumped in that police car. <laughs> I know. I mean, you knew. I, I knew she had to do something. She wasn't just going to hide out there at the hotel. Um, but yeah, she kind of just took off in that car. And I'm sorry, you're in a police car. There's no way someone's not going to track you down when they're looking for you. You know, they know what they're looking for. It's not like you jumped into a gray sedan. Well, know? and whoever that stunt man was driving that car, like they did Pretty it perfect because it was like that erratic behavior is exactly how she would drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you know, yeah, how, how far she's going to get is. I don't know, but it was a little crazy when she gets to the FBI station. A, why did you leave him in the car? I didn't understand that. Why wouldn't you take him in with you? And two, she gets a phone call from Pastor Billingham and he knows and sees her every move. Yeah. Because quickly. Well, and I love that portrayal of him being. Um, trying to take over like a god, trying to implement all this control. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was really a powerful Crazy. way to do it. Why did you talk on the payphone? Don't no, go to the phone. Let me tell you something. I've seen more payphones in this show than I've seen in the last 20 years. <laughs> that is an awesome <laughs> statement. Yes, ma'am. Yes. I mean, give me a quarter and let me find one in after this. In the middle of the lobby of the FBI station. Yes. I don't know. Maybe that's like a thing that happens now. You know, that it's still there for people who don't have cell phones and they need to make a phone call. But but I really liked that uh, that metaphor of he's all over the place and she is under his thumb and it's the control factor. And she says, and you, yeah, you see him messing with her mind still. Like, hey, if Charlie's yes. going to die, if you don't do what I say. And she's like, damn yeah. it. He got me again. Right. Like, it's like that it, old. Do um, I believe him? The devil went down to Georgia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. We'll have that open the show next yeah, time. That's a really? good one. Okay. I like yeah. that one. And so it just, yeah. Uh, where did it go from there? Did she actually make it back to the car? I don't think we got to see the police car after that, did we? No, we saw the phone drop and just her run out. Okay. That we, was so it. we don't even know if Josh was still in the car. And I'm thinking not. I'm thinking not. But why would he ask where he was? So maybe he, the kid did stay, you know, low profile 
And we'll see. I mean, we'll see next time. Now, here's the thing, though. I mean, this show is so smart, and you know the FBI. Invest, I mean, that's that's total. That's federal investigative bureau. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're going to have cameras up, right? I mean, you know, so they might. Oh well, Peter could be onto that as to why she got cold feet and ran out. Oh, what do you mean? I should say that in predictions. Well, okay. I'm like, wait, what? How do we get back to well, him? Well, if they can, you know, track the the video. Yes. Then um, they can. Maybe he can link that up somehow. Possibly. You mean for where the bishop is or the pastor is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a stretch because okay. really only Charlie knows at this. Well, point. Well, I was going to say who's looking for him. Yeah. No one's looking for him. Right. You know. Only Charlie, and then she ran out. Ooh, not looking good. Right. Okay. But I guess we'll see. I mean. Oh, mercy. We'll, we will. We'll save that for predictions. All right. <laughs> so that whole hotel thing, they were trying to make the escape, and it just, that was it. Yeah. They yeah. stayed there too long. All right. So moving on, Avram. Avram, and I'm not talking Levine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Which is, okay, that's a bad. Totally. Bad stretch. Bad stretch, <laughs> yeah. But he is in the car with the Essene. And he doesn't know that he's a bad guy. So they've they've taken a nice car ride together, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, he even felt comfortable enough to fall asleep with him. True. You know, in the same car, I wouldn't. I would freak out. My adrenaline and my worry would keep me up that whole time. Yeah. I don't know, but he doesn't trust him. So then it comes out that he had kissed the girl. Mm-hmm. And he had a dream. He had a dream about her. He had a dream yeah. about her. And so, so he felt guilty about he that. He felt guilty. And then this man plays on the guilt and says, oh, well, you need to be cleansed. So thus, the ice bath. But why does he go through <laughs> this? Why does the Essene go through this dramatic, large, I don't know, just, you know, thing just to, for what? That's a great question. You know, not only are you feeding into Avram's psyche of, hey, this guy's not okay, because <laughs> you're saying a prayer, I have no idea what it is. Meanwhile, I'm the most holy person to take care of the most holy animal right now. And you go through these uh, this elaborate scene of it, and I just don't understand oh, what, maybe. what his whole angle was there. That's that's a great question. What was his angle to put the young boy through the ritual? Now, he said that with his own religion, which is different than the Torah, that there are um, what do you call, you know, these cleansing things that you do in his religion. So then that was the red light. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The young Jewish boy said this is not from the Torah, which made him run away and call Rabbi Lev. Right. Which... I mean, poor guy is getting it both ways here. And the rabbi knew right away. He said, yeah. But I love that he told him to take a pain knife and put it through his heart. Right. Okay. And we saw Avram's going to do that. Avram, you know, try and get the gun on the boat for his food. Remember a few episodes back. And so, I mean, he can't even, you know, physically, he's not even that strong compared to the Essene. No. And so I'm like, there's no way this is going to happen. No. And then, so so in other words, maybe in the Essenes religion, he had to make sure that, that Avram was first going to kill him before he could take the red heifer from him. But he made sure, remember, he made sure to put Avram through the Abraham and Isaac test. Yeah, which I thought was, I thought that was a pretty gr- great twist in itself for the fact that the Essene, like we said before, he may not be out for totally destroying the prophecy 
as we've predicted in the past, that they they are there to do. He might be just on his own agenda, and he doesn't need to kill the boy. But we see he has no problem killing people. So that's an interesting thing. He knows he's a young boy. He's doing his job. He would have never killed him. Avram would have never been able to kill the Essene. And so maybe he's just saying, okay, listen, you know your place. I'm not going to kill you, so maybe back off and see what the whole point is. Because Avram has no idea what he's doing whatsoever. You know what right. I mean? He doesn't. Okay. Rabbi Lev has not let him into anything. He's just doing his he's, job. He's like a it. delivery boy. That's all. Like, that's don't kill the messenger. Maybe that's he's a pizza boy for a okay. large. I mean, for a red cow. <laughs> I was gonna say large, but the cow's not that big now. <laughs> it's large. It's not a pepperoni. It's a beef. But it's crazy. <laughs> Hamburger. I mean, you know. So it, that was. I thought that was pretty cool that he let him go like that. And I just want to see what's next because. Avram's going to be on pins and needles every second around this guy. And maybe he's got the strategy, oh, I'm going to let him go, and then whoever's over him is going to come after me, and then I'm going to be able to take them out so that I can have the heifer. Like, he was since he's just a ploy. Oh, so he's using them as a pawn. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, right, right. So did that work for you? Oh, but no, we're completely wrong. Oh. Because they left. He took the cow and left, and everyone was there waiting well, by himself. But that's what. Well, but then they know the bigger guy is going to come after him, and that's who he really wants. Do they know where he's going? No. That's the <laughs> hey, there you it go. never stopped no. Detective Connolly from finding uh, the mystery man. You said it all makes sense. If you just so. follow the prophecy, people, you'll get to the end quicker. Well, and that's what the whole night is about: is that we're getting closer and closer to the prophecy being mm-hmm. revealed. Now, Peter is instinctually believing that he's going to be one step ahead, but. You know, I'm going to have to, uh, in my predictions, I'll talk about that a bit. But okay. I want to make sure that we're, um, we, we touch on Rabbi Lev because um, he's in control of Avram. Yes. Um, he, who else does he have on his team right now? He had the guy, um, well, he had Yusuf and then the guy from the bar, the cafe. And so now he's in jail. And oh, he's got yes. a, I mean, a, you know, okay. a whole army. Remember when the guy from the bar winked at uh, oh, Peter. Peter. Yep. And s- that set him off. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Oh, he's like, he just, he just lost it. Cause he knew he was, he was right and he was in on it. And then we have the fact that the Rabbi Lev is connected to the ambassador. And oh. then that brings us to the end where the ambassador is now re meeting up with the archaeologist. So that little triangle there is still what, odd to me. What is that final tour? Uh, or I don't know about if it's a final tour, but the, the final one from the show tonight. Right. What is that? The t- Well of Souls. Okay, right. Because Josh the Child, reflecting mm-hmm. back on Debbie and the Blue Compound there at the hotel, and then when Debbie was trying to talk the common sense, she says, see the stars? And then the boy says, or Josh number two, yeah. you know, he says, <laughs> that's awful. That's just awful. Um, he says, oh, you mean, well, you know, Ted Billingham said that each star represents a soul and that there's a well of souls in the sky. Then he's like, is that a lie, too? So then it ties in with the end of the show, the U.S. ambassador and the archaeologist, uh, sorry, yeah. No, yeah, you're Ar- right, but the yeah. arch, arch- <laughs> I'm yeah. saying it wrong. Let's say it three times. Archaeologist, archaeologist. <laughs> but, um, didn't you say when they looked up that you saw something at the top of that too? Like a symbol or something? 
I think so. Well, I mean, maybe that okay. was like a representation of the sky. When they were looking up, mm-hmm. then the scene, I think, faded into all of the Jewish people inside of the, the holy temple with the gold right. that everybody knows Jerusalem by, right? Well, they said it was inside. Arabic. So oh, maybe they that did was, say yeah. it was Arabic. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. So, you know, I don't know. I think they were, that it was. You think it's a symbol in Arabic? I think it's a totally different religious tie-in again there. The well of souls is what they were looking at. Mm -hmm. And you don't, do you think that was underneath the foundation rock and where they were praying? So, and it's not the T symbol that we found out about before because that's not the well of souls. Mm, It's different. So this is different. Yeah. If you guys have any insight on what that was, if there was even a symbol, let us know so that we can uh, talk about it on the next show. Right. Because that's interesting. I mean, that whole thing where it's leading, I thought that was very random. The whole show has been moving all along this episode pretty good and tying each other in and, you know, going back and forth with the stories along the same lineage. And then all of a sudden comes the archaeologist talking to the ambassador about this. Oh, we haven't been in here in however many years. Look at it. Isn't it amazing? Well, what made you go in there? How'd you get in there? And why are you bringing her in there? Does it have anything to do with the stones, the breastplate? And is that what released Emma kind of deal? Did did she... I mean, that's just weird timing, but I just don't know what that whole scene was about. That was a little left field for me. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. And I like the way you were talking about the artifacts and that you're kind of recapping because... Um, there, there is a lot pulling together. Mm-hmm. It's coming closer with uh, Emma Wilson now being alive yeah. uh, for it's one. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> so uh, are we ready to get into predictions or is there anything else we'd like to touch on? Did you want to break down kind of where we're at more in the prophecy right now before we get into next week? Um, yeah, I mean, we can talk about it. We kind of hit on the facts that... We're now, the, one of the biggest things is the symbol, and hopefully they'll find out where that is. I don't know who wrote it on the guy's chest in a knife or fire form. Okay, so we've got an added... But that's the biggest right. symbol. I mean, you know, they're on the symbol right now and what that means, so that's okay. the biggest deal. And so, so that T symbol, okay, because remember when Peter was in the cave and mm-hmm. he looked up, so we've seen the T symbol on the man's chest, on the top of the cave, on the top of the building at the yep. blue compound, mm-hmm. Um and where else have we seen that symbol? Um, in her a, book. In her journal. Yeah. Okay, so at least four places. And we don't really know what it means yet. Not really. It was tattooed on I her mean, back. Unless it's the, I don't know, symbol for the prophecy itself. Okay, so maybe it's like a T for the Jewish temple to be rebuilt in terms of this show. It's just interesting to me as that so many people who are random have so much information on this prophecy. Emma being one of them as again a student and she got so far in her journal about this. Now we have the Gregory Donaldson guy where we don't know where he came from, but he clearly was getting in on this because that's what sent him to the psychiatric ward three days after her death, you know, death because <laughs> she's not dead. But there's a lot of random people that have a lot of information and it's interesting because, like, bringing it back around, how does not everybody know about this? How does not somebody else find out and believe in this? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, how do they not find each other? Did Emma know about Donaldson? Okay. <clears throat> That's what I'd like to get into. Let's go ahead and get into predictions. Okay, let's do it. And 
now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> All right, let's hit it. So okay. Emma Wilson now live, and I predict that something about the cow's milk, she's going to be able to now give him answers directly. Peter, yeah, because that's the only one she trusts. So somehow she knows to trust him because she's been around while he's been investigating, but she's also been hiding out somewhere or being held captive, like you said. Mm-hmm. So she, either way, she's going to be able to help him now, or somebody knows that she broke free and they're really going to be after her. Absolutely. I think she was definitely hiding in Peter's place, but... The timing is just crazy. You know, he's about to get sent away, and now all of a sudden she's there. I still can't get over how the um, FBI took pictures of her dead, and now she's alive. I just don't get it. (laughs) Ow. So, captive or not, go on. I just, I'm, like, stunned by the fact that they brought her back. Okay, well, yeah. So, any other predictions? Let's talk about where we think Debbie and Josh and Charlie. Is Charlie going to be eliminated anyway? Because that's really Ted's goal. I mean, it's just to take him out. I think Charlie's kind of a no-nonsense character. And they're either going to keep him alive to kind of tease her a little bit, or they're going to kill him and nobody's going to care. She's still going to keep going on. I mean, she's not going to go back to him um, to the pastor just because he said that stuff. But she's still going to keep running and not tell the FBI. So, um, I know I keep looking at my phone, guys, and this is the first time, the first show that I've done this, but it's because we have some followers who are making predictions, and I'm really excited about it, and so this is the time, kind of. I have one follower right here who's making a prediction that um, Detective Cohen helped fake Emma's death. (laughs) I don't know about that, but... It's funny. This was the first episode that I'm going to agree with you and say that I did feel like he had a little bit more information than we have been led on to this whole time. Oh. I, I, I felt that. So I I don't know about helping fake her death, but I do think that for some reason he's a little too smart of a person. He's a little too involved in the community for him to not know what's happening at least a little bit. Maybe he was trying to put a nice little bow on that thing just to get away with it and kind of be like, okay, we're we're done here. Good. They don't, won't follow us anymore. But then at the same time, he seems really authentic. So he's amazing actor or he's involved. So good point. Mm, very good. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you think that his background, his seminary background, is going to come in handy um, with him? Who, for Peter? Right. Or is he more directly tied into the prophecy? Peter or Detective Cohen? Oh, Peter. Oh, I think Peter's more concerned. I, I think he'll figure out, because he, I don't know if he's figured out it's a prophecy yet. Maybe, but I feel like he just keeps taking little steps instead of, like, having the girl look up the symbol, having somebody else look up this, having look up the breastplate and the stones. He's taking the little steps instead of finding out the whole big picture. So once he finds that out, I mean, it's all over. But we're on episode six, so... Four more to go until we see what happens. No, go ahead. I was going to say it'd be interesting to see what season two would be about because there's no way they could solve this and then, you know, have it. What's season two about? But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Well, and I'm excited (laughs) that they did not stop at six episodes because you can see that we need. There's too much information. We need these other ones to really um, feel the fullness of the of the season. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, any final predictions? Um, For me, I want to say something's going to happen with Avram and the Essene, but I don't know what. 
I think we might be done seeing Avram. I, I hope not. I really like him. I, I was saying as we were watching it, he's a really good character. He's an amazing actor. It's one of the only times when they go into that and I really just, just like super involved with what's happening, especially because of the language, um, you know, that he speaks completely in Hebrew almost the whole time. Detective Cohen goes in and out, but that's more of an English and American scene, you know, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm into him. So I kind of hope he comes back and, Saves the day. <laughs> he does play an excellent, innocent guy. Very good. And I like at least seeing some of that in the show somewhere. Yeah. Some yeah. kind of redeeming Innocence, quality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the <laughs> true purity, not just created purity like they did with Joshua. I agree. I absolutely agree. Right, right. Well, any predictions on how we can inter- have some of these characters in- intersect? For example, I think that um, Detective uh, Connolly, Peter, he might very well see some kind of a camera inside the FBI office and, and say, okay, now why was that lady in there? Why did she leave? Um or anything suspicious, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like they're going to have to intersect somehow. Is yeah, it, is you it think just not time? The compound at some point. I don't yeah. know. I mean, we got to think, I feel like, bigger than that um, because they do such a good job of it. But maybe they go to episode 10 without ever crossing over. Oh. Maybe. See, I thought all of this had to be fulfilled. It all had sure. to come together. But maybe not yet. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. So Armageddon could happen. <laughs> But not next week. Not next week. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. All right. Well, I think that's about it. We've done it. Yep. And we'd like to hear from you. At, you can tweet me at Mindy Charlotte. Let me know your thoughts. I appreciate uh, I got some good uh, tweets, and I wanted to write down the address um, for my tweet. And for some reason, my phone is not. It's a cell phone thing. <laughs> so, um, but, I'm, but I'm still getting them. And I love somebody had the idea about Emma Wilson being a twin. Oh, that's funny. Like Josh? Of Peter's daughter. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, Super interesting. Right. Well, guys, I'm Andrea Fasano at Andy Fasano. I have a problem saying that every time. But definitely tweet me, and I will uh, love to hear your thoughts, and we'd love to hear your predictions as well. So keep it coming, and we'll try and uh, work you into the show. Andrea, I could say your name, and then you could say mine. <laughs> okay, that works. Okay. Hi. Good night. I'm Andrea Fasano. Good night, guys. Minnie Thomas. <laughs> so much easier. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.